Welcome to Watch What Crap Ends, a podcast about all that crap on Bravo that we just love to talk about. I am Ben Mandelker, and joining me today is a man who doesn't want to take it slow. He is ready for his relationship with Corey. It's Mr. <laughs> Ronnie Karam. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Hello, Ben. I'm Ronnie. great. No complaints, except that this should have been the season finale, and it wasn't, and the show needs to cut the crap. Okay. I agree. I also think they need to film Winter House like in January or early February because I don't like seeing all the non-snow on the ground. I need there to be full snow at all times. And now it's turning into like that weird brown dead tree and brown land that happens in the Northeast when the snow starts going away. It's depressing, you know? Yeah. That's my hot take. If we were still doing Take a Seat, I'd be like, take a seat, thawing weather. (laughs) So, um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey snow why don't you stay at snowed longer take a seat anyway <laughs> we're recapping winter house today in case you can't tell and since it's our last recap of the week we're extra loony but uh before we dive into it um please come join us over on patreon for uh all the all the full crappens experience you get bonus episodes you get uh Crappens on Demand, where you get to watch us record our episode. Uh, you got the Discord community, all that other stuff. Also, a big shout out and hello to all of our premium and super premium sponsors. We got a new one, Kyle Paul Chadley. Welcome. Kyle and Paul Chadley, you little Kyle rascal. Little rascal. So you better listen at the end to find out what his nickname is. And then um, uh, that's that's basically it. And also, it's uh, holiday season. Get your holiday gifts for people. Get the Bravo lover in your life a t-shirt or a mug or whatever it is by going to crappensmerch.com and maybe one of the things you'll buy is one of the two fresh new designs one of which says be real and the other one <laughs> says on a healing journey so go get those for your bravo friends they will love it they will laugh they'll cry they will they will be the best friend to you that you'll ever have for the rest of your life they'll splooge Thanks, all us. over you they will and splooge you'll need they'll- another shower every day like jess They'll never ask you when the last time you had sex was while playing Pong. All right, let's get into this Vinta housing, shall we? Vinta housing. So um, we're back in the middle of Dick Touch Gate. Yeah. And, um, and basically they're all at this bar. And Amanda does not like that Carl and Lindsay are existing without knowing that Austin's spreading rumors. So she's like, you know... In order to be in a happy relationship, you have to have the whole truth. And I feel like Carl doesn't have that. Carl! (laughs) Well, Carl still doesn't know about the dick grab. And Rachel's like, well, everyone's having in-depth conversations, Jason. And he's like, oh, you smell so good. And she goes, this margarita tastes like shit. You want to try it? And he's like, he just keeps trying. (laughs) She's like, okay, I'm going to go take a shot with everyone else. Bye! She's trying to throw everything in the way of them kissing, right? Like, ooh, yeah. margarita, gross. Oh, look at the rafter. Have you ever seen a rafter like that? Look up, look up and away from my face. 
So, do I tell Carl that I'm not sure if this is true, but I think he should know? And the girls are like, yeah, do it, do it. Because they don't care if Carl knows or not. They're just mad that this has not caused a big blowout fight yet. That's all they right. want. They want Lindsay to lose her damn mind, and she has not lost her mind yet. Every time they turn to Lindsay, Lindsay's like, okay, thanks for telling me. And <laughs> there's no fight. And they're getting pissed, right? So, Kyle is standing with Austin and Craig. And he's like, the thing now is that Carl doesn't understand the part of that night. And when I hear something like that, it spooks me out a little bit. For Carl, it spooks me out a little bit. Now, I am the friend who hires Kyle to work at a liquor company when he's trying to be sober. But really, I really care about Carl's best interest here. That's all I'm caring about right now. I love that it like actually spooks him out. It doesn't just make him feel weird. He's actually spooked out like he saw a ghost or something. Oh, no, it's a pumpkin head. And the pumpkin head is on a rumor about Lindsay. I'm spooked out. Also, the guy that was trying his best to get people not to tell Amanda that he fucked somebody else uh, (laughs) a few seasons ago. So funny. Uh, So Austin's like, what are you asking of me? What are you trying to ask me? And he's like, Carl needs to be in the know. And then, boom, done. We can go on with our lives. And meanwhile, uh, Carl and Lindsay are still doing the, like, we're so in love. Because Craig's talking to Lindsay. He's like, hey, did you have a nice time? Like, yeah. And Carl's like, yeah, it's been, it's been fun. It's been a great December to remember. Oh, I love it here. Yeah. He went to Jared. Yeah. Africa's begins with K, too. Yeah, just, you know, covering all the bases. So Amanda's still trying to get her gumption up. She's like, I'm going to talk to Lindsay. Oh, my God. I'm going to throw up, but I have to do it. Because it's so unfair that we're all talking about this, but Carl and Lindsay are here, and they don't know about it. So the girls are like, do it. Do it. You can do it. We believe in you. So they're watching while Amanda goes to pull Lindsay aside. And she's like, so I think you might have heard some rumblings. And Lindsay goes, oh, what's the rumor mill now? What is it now? <laughs> is the rumor that you can get some really good low prices at Marshalls? I love Marshalls. <laughs> and uh, Amanda's like, no, it's not a rumor when it's coming from Austin. Which, by the way, that's like the definition of a rumor is something that comes out of Austin's mouth. <laughs> that's the definition of just a flat out lie. Okay. And so Lindsay's like, but I don't know what Austin is saying. She's like, well, he's saying that on my wedding night, you tried to touch his dick. And the music just goes, ah. <laughs> and Lindsay's like, um, I never tried to touch his dick. Like, let's start there. And I never texted him to, like, not tell anyone. So well, Amanda's that's like, not his story. Well, what seems to be the problem, Amanda? What seems to be the problem? She's like, well, I'm telling you what people are talking about. Okay, well, you're, like, kind of being, like, aggressive right now. And Amanda goes, I'm sorry. I'm just, like, letting you know what Austin's saying. As Lindsay's like, I appreciate that. And I will go find out what Austin's telling people. And... About I trying to grab his dick. Lindsay's just thinking in her mind, like, how many photos does she have to crop Amanda out of now? <laughs> how many New Year's parties are Amanda <laughs> not going to be invited to? Yeah. Um, and this is so funny because, again, here Amanda is wanting a fight from Lindsay. And Lindsay's just like, whatever. So I grab somebody's dick. Is that supposed to be huge news? You know we're on Summer House, right? Hey, right. can we roll a 30-minute clip of me grabbing people's dicks? That would be great, man. Thank you. She goes, I don't know what happened. Like, I was there. I was the one who was, like, physically there. And, like, I passed out with, like, a bottle of red in one hand and McDonald's in another and, like, no sandwiches. So I don't have a third hand to touch anyone's dick. 
Which I would love the big reveal is that she does have a third arm. It's like it's just, it's like a secret like alien arm that's like can touch dicks only. The dick grabbing arm. It only comes out <laughs> when it's dick grabbing time. It's and like so species. she's standing up now to walk away and she's like, So is there a problem, Amanda? Like, what do you want from all of this, basically? And Amanda's like, Well, I guess it's because you and Carl were telling people at my wedding that you were dating, and then this happened that night. And Lindsay's like, But Carl was my date at your wedding? So, yeah, but you were telling people that you guys were dating, dating. And Lindsay just looks at her and goes, who did I say that to? She goes, everyone, you guys literally had Toyota RAV4s sitting out there with ribbons on them because they were on sale for the holiday season. <laughs> and then we see a montage of, like, Lindsay and Carl telling everyone, like, yeah, we're going to give it a shot. Yeah. <sighs> I love you so much. I love you so much. And also, I didn't notice this, or maybe I did at the time and forgot, but they're standing in front of something that's like, leave your email address, and it's all shaped like coffins or headstones. Did you notice that? I did not. Who decorates their wedding to look like tombstones in an empty graveyard? Creepy. And fitting, because... I'll give you another three. So Carl's like, oh, they're both independently talking to me last night. And uh, who cares? Let's just move past this. Then it goes over to Jess. And Jess is talking to the girls because she's just like, she just wants to talk about Corey. So she's like, um, do I just have like goggles on or is Corey actually attractive? (laughs) I got to have goggles on to have goggles. And Paige is like, yeah, I think Corey is like very attractive, at least for someone who shops at jc penny <laughs> you know what i'm saying so Corey's like just like yeah like Corey's like not even my usual type like isn't that crazy like a hot guy who treats me like shit like that's not my type at all whatsoever yeah like the other night we were talking and he said your ex isn't very attractive and i was like if i was going for attractive guys i would have gone for luke and Paige <laughs> just like <laughs> Paige's like I'll, I'll accept a loop, a loop disc. And Sierra goes, yeah, you know, like, personality makes up for everything. I was like, really? Because we have not seen any from Corey, as far as I can tell. I know. Why are we acting like we're talking about the time to make the donuts guy? <laughs> I mean, they're talking about, like, they're acting like they're talking about the most hideous. And Amanda's like, well, I mean, Corey is fine. But, like, based on experience, don't pigeonhole yourself with one man. You are saying that, says the woman who whined until the dude who cheated on her multiple times and lied constantly asked her for her hand in mirror. Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> oh, my God. Please, someone bring a chair out here so <laughs> this lady can sit down. And then Amanda, then they're giving Jess like a pep talk. Like, remember, you're hot. And Amanda goes, yeah, you're Lindsay Hubbard hot. And Peach goes, that is so rude. <laughs> You might as well just say that she's married to Archie Bunker. <laughs> Rachel's like, know your worth. My worth? Is it ETH or in BTC? Which would you like to know? <laughs> so Craig is talking to Austin, and he's wasted. He's like, no matter what happens right now, cleanse your palate. None of that made any sense, but go forth. Have fun. <laughs> and Craig is just loving this, you know? Right. So Paige then is telling, give, telling Jess, like, don't show him all your cards. She's basically saying, operate the way I do, which is in a world of severe games. And so Jess is like, um, I can understand where like Paige is coming from, but uh, I also think she's projecting. Like, it's not your relationship. I like Corey. Corey likes me. We're going to date after. Okay. I don't want to hear anything else. Like, shut up. 
Then don't like bring it up. Yeah. You know? Exactly. And people like this make me crazy. Like, oh my God, you guys, we're talking about my rela- – how dare you talk about my relationship? How fucking dare you? Do you think he likes me? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I am saying that Paige is, is definitely like, you know, when she, Paige is saying like, don't show your cards. It is very gamey, but she's not necessarily wrong. So like, just don't give yourself over to a to- like an obvious fuckboy. I believe she should follow her heart. And if she likes him and he likes her, who the fuck cares about how slow or fast they're going? They should just go for it because they like being around each other. But the problem is. If she took some time to look at some of the signs, she would realize he doesn't. He's just not as into you as you are with him. But he's also a fuckboy, so he's kind of leading around too. So the point of the story is two terrible people on our screens. Yeah, I was gonna say, follow your heart. Her heart is an asshole. Okay, she's an asshole. So I don't care what happens to her. I don't care. I hate her. Her heart. Well, not hate, but like you know, she's on my nerves on this show. So Craig <laughs> is. Uh, Huh? That means o- OMN on my nerves. I just made. I made an acronym. I made an acronym. OMN. OMN. So Craig She's is dancing O-M-N. like an idiot, and um, Corey's comes up to Jess, and he's like kissing her, and he's like, "You start in trouble." <laughs> so then uh, Lindsay is with Austin and Luke at the bar now. She goes, "Okay, are you ready for the new rumor? The new rumor is that you're telling people, Austin, that I touch your dick that night." And Austin gives like a face like, oh, this is insane. It's insane right now. Listen, no, I said you made an advance. And she goes, I made an advance? He goes, yeah, for it. Yeah. And then we get flashbacks of him being like, she touched my cock. Her hand was on my cock. I tried to let it go, you know, but it was like a rabbit raccoon. And I had to like get shots afterwards because I got <laughs> old lady rabies. And she's like, what are you talking about? And he goes, okay, well, did you try to grab his dick? Did you try to grab his dick? That's the question. And she's like, um, in the middle of McDonald's? And Luke's like, I'll have a Big Mac and a schnitzel. Whoa, those are two fast food places mixing in that metaphor. Not eating either one, so really, what do I care? Now, I'm not really a Big Mac person, but a Big Mac with maple syrup? Whoa. Wow. Life-changing. By the way, uh, while everyone is listening to this recap, I am actually in Minnesota. Although I'm not recording in Minnesota, but by the time people hear it, I'll be in Minnesota. And you bet your darn tootin' faces, I'm looking for a hot dish and some maple syrup. So, you know, I'll report back on that front. <laughs> um, so Lindsay's like, I mean, I'm a touchy-feely person. And Luke's like, yeah. Well, don't do that either, because you're going to get in trouble for touching people around here. <laughs> Austin's like, oh, my God. Lindsay is usually like, so what? So I grabbed his dick. Who cares? <laughs> so the fact that she's not copping to it means that Carl is unaware, and it sucks that it's even getting brought up. You brought it up. I know. You brought it up 100%. Now, I will say, Lindsay did seem a little bit um, different than usual when dealing with a rumor. She looked a little like, uh, she looked a little, not during the heads light, but. She looked uneasy and she didn't know what to say or do, which was surprising because she does. Well, because like, I think so she cares. would normally. Well, I think she would normally because if she didn't do it, you know, she was like, okay, 
I looked at it like this. I'm being baited into making an ass out of myself right now over this fucking loser. But if I make myself, if I go crazy over this, it's going to look like I like him or he's trying to make it look, because Austin's whole game is trying to get people to fight over him. You know, that's all he ever does is pit women against each other to fight over him. And it's like, she's smart enough to know that now. And she's refusing to do it, you know? So it's like, do I yell at this guy or do I just pretend it's funny and let it go? And she just chooses that, which listen for maturity levels. Great. But that officially means that you've graduated and you're no longer welcome on this show or this channel. So, yeah, unfortunately, you know, that's right. grab your grab your fucking cap and gown on the way out and see you in CMT. Yeah, she um, <laughs> this is this is Lindsay being sober, responding to a to a rumor, because, you know, if she were drunk, there would be first. Here's how Lindsay responds to a rumor when she's drunk. She leans in and flings her right hand out like she's like, huh? Like she does like a presentation with her hand, you know, like she's introducing it at like a boat show. So she leans in and does that. And then comes the claps like. I did not touch your dick. I didn't touch your dick. Did you think I touched your dick? I didn't touch your dick. And even if I did touch your dick, I'd be like, I touched your dick. But I touched your dick. But now she's sober. So she's like, no, I didn't do that. I like that she just laughs it off. She's like, whatever. So then we go to Jess and Rachel. And Jess is like, so are you in love or what? And Rachel goes, well, I'm working through a lot right now. So I'm not really sure. She's like, yeah, well, listen, you are the most vibrant person in like an artistic way like it can't even be articulated like look at me i'm just like a hot piece of ass so maybe i get the guys first but maybe you get them longer and that's fine you know just wait for it oh my god (laughs) you suck you are terrible if you were as hot as you thought you were you would be a zillionaire right now really in any crypto or actual cash okay i think sit down who says that to somebody Listen, listen, I think she is hot, but she's not insightful about anything. She last is time hot, I checked, but I'm saying if you last... were as hot as you thought you were. Yeah. Well, you know oh what? God. You're right. I, I see what you're saying. But guess what? Last time I checked, the male model, who's like a nice guy who also cooks food, was barking up Rachel's tree. Actually, he barked up Jess's tree first, but she was too dumb to realize she was a tree. So she... <laughs> I'm getting lost in my metaphor. The point is, she sucks. Yeah, she sucks. (laughs) So then um, Carl goes over to Lindsay in that group, and Lindsay's like, okay, so it went from me having my hand on Austin's leg to Austin telling me I grabbed his dick. I see where this is going now. And Luke goes, okay, so maybe you were touching her leg, or you were touching his, wait, you were touching his leg, or you were touching his dick. Because, you know, a dick is different from a leg. You know, I mean, even if you've got a third leg, and that third leg is your dick, it still pees. Which makes it different from other legs. <laughs> Although, what happens if you have an erection and you're wearing pants? So your dick is sort of like up against your leg. So if you touch the leg, you might touch the dick too. God, there's a lot of scenarios here, huh? So then Austin's like, you know what? I, I'm just going to stop talking. <laughs> I'm just going to stop talking. So Carl's like, wow, it's a busy night, huh? What's going on over here? Yeah, like, yeah, it's really busy here. And Lindsay goes, um, but like we do know that like Austin gets himself in trouble every single year. It's classic. And Austin goes, yeah. Yeah, my mouth gets me in trouble. Yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> uh, he's all mad. I love it. It just didn't work out at all how he wanted it to. So Carl's like, oh, I look at Austin and I go, well, oh, he's kind of an immature fuckboy sometimes still. Uh, am I concerned? No, because I know the truth. The hell no. And I'm so secure where I am with Lindsay right now that I'm just going to move on because like, it's so much cheaper to lease for three years than it is to buy for a car that you're going to want to upgrade later. 
Sunday, 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 Toyota. <laughs> yeah, get her the gift that'll make her smile forever. <sighs> the beers. So uh, he's like, da 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 Diamonds. So then, um, Lindsay. <laughs> so, so Lindsay is like, oh, I don't have any, rele- any recollection of attempting to make an advance on your dick. And Austin's like, I just want to go. I just want to go back in time and slap myself in the face. I'm like, you know, there's no time like the present. I say just start now and just do it till the end of the season. Yeah, and I like that Lindsay doesn't let it go, and she's not getting mad at all, and he's just turning beet red. Like, he has just had a massive fail, and she's just keeping it going longer and longer. And he's like, God, I just uh, can't I even control myself <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I just can't control my mouth. And so Luke's like, well, maybe she was trying to find your schnitzel, but couldn't, so she just touched your leg. Oh, that that's pretty funny. How was, the, was that a big leg burn or a small penis burn? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. <laughs> Commercials. Here comes one right now. Yeah. So then, um, Carla, we go back to the house, and Carla and Lindsay are packing to get the hell out of there. And Kyle comes in, and he's like, "I'm glad it worked out, with you guys, because you know that was a lot and stuff. You know, anybody want to yell about it or start a fight about it? It's only got two episodes to go here." And Lindsay's like, "And they're just jealous, so that's all it is. I'm not worried about it." Yeah, and Paige is then talking to Craig in the room going, Craig, if the day we became exclusive, if you found out that I grabbed someone else's dick that very night, I would have broken up with you. Okay, and if the day we became exclusive, if you found out that I went and shopped at H&M, you should have broken up with me. I'm just trying to train you, Craig. (laughs) God, Paige is so transparent. She's trying so hard this whole episode to turn it on Lindsay, and it's not going to work, lady. Okay? So Carl and Lindsay, uh, I'm sorry. uh, So the guys are having shots in the kitchen before bed, and, you know, they're just being guys. Like, (laughs) they're doing all these grunty things I don't really understand. And uh, Jess is like, Corey, it's time to come to bed. And he's like, okay. So he goes with her, but then he's like, I need water. I need to go get some water now. She's like, no, you're not leaving. I'll get water for us. I'll get it. And he's like, no, no, I'll be right back. So he goes for more, and he's doing shots with the guys again. And then she just stands at the doorway staring staring at them. And she tells us, we only have a couple of days left, and you could have me in bed right now. But you want to go out with your boys? Why aren't you making more of an effort with me? Because you're pathetic and needy. Get a hold of yourself. Oh, my God. Get therapy. He's not making an effort because he knows he doesn't have to. Okay? Because he knows that you'll still be there in the bed when he's done with his shots. That's why, girl. Come on. You don't have to twist the top off of a cup of water. Okay. (laughs) I like that. Oh, I'm in. So, um... (laughs) She's so... Oh, I'm in right now. So, um, so then Jess like, why are you so annoying? It's like, well, I got you water. And, and, and so, uh, she's like, I want something, I want something serious with you. And he goes, uh, we don't have to talk about this right now. Uh, <laughs> hey, Jess, that's your red flag. That's your red flag right now. Okay. Just listen to the words coming out of his mouth and you'll be much, your heart will be protected. And she's like, um, but like, I hate when you say that because there's like not a bad time to talk about it. And he goes, oh, I think when it's two in the morning and we're both drinking, it is a bad time to talk about it. She's like, but okay, 
do you want to be with me or not? I'm like, do you? Do you want to be with me? And he's like, yes, I'm going to bed. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Leave so then, then Amanda and Kyle are going to bed, and she's like, I love you. Good night. And Kyle goes, I really love maple syrup. I don't care if you're in love with maple syrup. Luke just, Luke just shows up at the doorway. Hey, did someone say they love maple syrup? Hey, this might be TMI, but I just got a boner for some reason. Did anybody in here talk about maple syrup? It's running right along my leg. <laughs> so, Which is also my penis. God, it's a confusing name. <laughs> so many things happening. So now it's the morning, and uh, Carl's waking up. He's like, time to get going. Oh, gotta wake up now. I'm not I like love, his ringtone. Yeah, I like his ringtone. He looked great, by the way. 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 Dot, 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 dot. So then... <laughs> That's his text tone. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so then Carl's like, you know... I love a good winter get together and I was like excited that we could like show off this new version of ourselves which is basically like the old version of ourselves just pretend to be a new version of ourselves <laughs> but I'm ready to get out of here I'm not gonna lie I'm ready to get out of here yeah I've officially ruined Lindsay's reality career so this is this has been fun and Lindsay tells us this has been a very different experience than it was last time in Vermont and then they basically show all of Lindsay's greatest hits falling on her face screaming at people <laughs> It's like her lifetime achievement award. Yeah. And if I didn't know that she was on Summer House, I would be like, You did a great job. Here's your gold watch. It would feel like the end. It feels like it, the end. Feels like they're rolling the credits on Lindsay. I, I I do agree. It's like the honorary Oscar, you know? Like she didn't she yeah. never won the Oscar from her acting, but they're like, Well, she's been around long enough. Let's give her a trophy. Yeah. So Craig's like, This trip has anything has brought me and Paige closer than we've ever been and i love waking up to her every morning and having her yell at me about the fact that i paid full price for my boxers and that ends and then after this trip is over we don't get to do that anymore so i'm like i'm like sad so Corey facetimes his parents and they're exactly who you think they would be he's like hey guys and his dad goes did you get any workouts in oh god (laughs) it starts at home it really does. And he starts telling, it's actually his dad and his sister. And he starts talking about how. That's his um, sister? He, well, you know. Yeah. I'm just saying because of her voice. I mean, obviously, I didn't even notice her. I just assumed it was the mom because Corey's like, Dad, I don't know if I told you, but we got this lease signed. And he's like, Grace, you're going to get a workout in. He's like, Yeah, Dad. And his mom's like, Have, or his sister's like, Have a great time. I know you will. She has such mom energy. It was so exaggerated that I actually wondered if it was an inside joke in their family that they put on that accent because his accent started to become really strong. strong. Suddenly he went from being like, you're actually really cute, by the way, to like, yeah, I'm really excited to open up my gym in Charlotte. I can't wait (laughs) to be there. I was like, where did this come from? (laughs) So then uh, Kyle is like, Gaper Day. I was like, really? Gaper Day is an opportunity to know how to ski. Like, it's an opportunity for people who know how to ski to make fun of people who don't know how to ski. I was really hoping it would be Gay Paper Day. It's like a day to celebrate paper that's gay. Gaper Day. <laughs> but no, it's just about people dressing up on a mountain. So, or just people um, with their mouths wide open. <laughs> for no reason. That's actually the <laughs> much better explanation than Gay Paper so, so uh, Craig drives uh, some people. I guess some people are doing that, and then some people, I don't know. Is this no, the they're all doing they... it. Everyone oh. everyone participates in Gaper Day. Who would ever miss it? 
<laughs> Who would ever miss the day where we look at gay paper swans? They do so many activities on this show that I will never, ever do. And I look down on them for doing in the first place that they all just kind of blend together, I have to say. I'm like, wow, there yeah. they are. There they are. Doing skiing. more stupid shit. <laughs> Ski- yeah. There they are. They, I mean, they really do so many activities that we will never participate in. Like, there they are skiing. There they are snowboarding. There they there are. There they are fucking. Uh, welcoming Austin into their social circle. <laughs> um, so, Jason in Craig's car, Craig is driving, and Jason's like, Was there any resolution last night with Lindsay? And Craig's like, Yeah, without the drinking, the explosiveness just isn't there. Everyone's all disappointed. Um, so then Sierra is driving Jess and Rachel, and she's like, "Do you think that Lindsay like felt left out with all of us? Um, because like all the girls were hanging out, and she was just with the guys." And Rachel goes, "Sounds like someone else we know." Just kidding, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> Jess is like, "Thank you. That's actually a compliment that I wasn't with you guys." So Jess um, is not- like, "Whatever. No problem, America Ferrera." <laughs> so then now it's skiing time and uh they're like there's it's like sad because there's like no snow left there's like one there's like one sort of like three three foot wide path of snow and the rest is just like dirt and so they're all going down and having fun and it's being silly and um they're skiing and and then jess and Corey are on a ski lift and jess is like man that's hard and he's like my dick and she's like <laughs> and then um cory throws a snowball at Paige, and she responds exactly i'd expect by going ow why would you i'm gonna like shove this i'm gonna come over there and jam my pole up your fucking ass which means a lot because i bought this pole half off okay i'm willing to jeopardize it so then we see luke and austin standing around and luke goes whoa they tapped the trees here huh austin's like i don't know he's like yeah but that sap coming out of those trees (laughs) oh really really luke yeah wow sap (laughs) dripping tree the third leg of the forest (laughs) am i right (laughs) sounds like that tree had a boner if you know what i'm saying (laughs) so jason is like uh trying to be romantic with rachel and he's like hey since you're not comfortable skiing why don't you jump on me for a ride and i'll bring you down she goes really he goes yeah it's been done before and then they show him doing it last year with Lindsay. oh jason God, you're turning into not only having no game, but to having bad game. Like, this is turning into bad game. You're doing, you're recreating a scene with Lindsay from last year. No. I just felt no, bad no. for his back, honestly. I was like, what are you doing to yourself? Okay. So then, um, now they're, then they're just like more skiing. And then at one point, they're all standing in line to take the ski lift back up. And Austin's like doing a selfie. He's like, oh, I'm a banana. And then he just falls over, which was really nice. I really appreciated the out of nowhere fall over. Like he literally was doing nothing. And, and God just said, you know what? I'm knocking him over right now. It's, <laughs> it's time, everyone. You're welcome. So they go inside and are, are chatting, and Sierra and Rachel are talking, and Sierra's like, so, how are you feeling about the trip coming to an end? She's like, I don't know. It's, like, bittersweet. Yeah, but are you going to, like, drive back with Jason, or, like, what's up with that like? And Rachel says, well, he's such a sweet guy, um, but he does live far from me, because I live in Brooklyn, and he's in Harlem, and that's, like, basically a long-distance relationship, so I'm not really sure. Yeah, she goes... He's a really sweet person, and no matter what happens, romantic or not, emphasis on not, because you never really mean romantic when you say romantic or not, he's definitely going to be a friend forever. Oh, look, I already friend-zoned him by the end of the sentence. That worked out well. 
Um, so then uh, Luke's like, wow, Jess, you did a really good job there. And Jason, uh, so it's Jason, Jess, and Luke, right? So Jason's yeah. like, so how are you and Corey doing? Jess, is he treating you right? She goes, yeah. And then we cut to Austin talking to Corey. And he's like, how are you and Jess doing? This fucking thing, right? It's nuts. You and Jess, it's like nuts. And Corey's like, yeah, she like likes me and I like like her, but like she's not used to liking a guy so quickly. So she's like coming up with reasons like, hey, are you talking to girls back home? And I'm like, duh, obviously you're talking to guys. Like we're both talking to people back home. <laughs> duh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, is she talking to people back at home or just in the metaverse? So she's like, yeah, I just feel like this how when you're in this house, like a lot of like insecurities come out and then like you're dating someone and then you're just like, you know, you just want to be looked at in an assertive way. And they're like, wait, you're dating? And she goes, well, I mean, what would you guys call it? Is that not dating? And they're kind of like, I think it's just like hooking up or whatever. She's like, so should I like not call it dating? And so Jason goes, well, maybe that's like a question for Corey, you know, and she's like, I just want to leave her exclusive, you know? So they're basically kind of like, girl, like you are really escalating this relationship way more. I mean, the fact that she's saying that they're dating and they haven't been beyond the bedroom is kind of hilarious. And Corey is telling Austin, yeah, these trips make it go faster. And I'm like, you know, let's just wait and see what happens. And it comes back to Jason saying, so you guys are leaving here exclusive? And she's like, um, yeah, like in a perfect world, yeah, I would leave here. I would be exclusive. And then cuts to Corey going, like, we're not going to leave here being exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> so then Jason's like, listen, here's my advice, because I've been down this path before. Just take it slowly. And she goes, um... I'm a female, but I don't take it light, and I'm not going to take it slow. He likes me. No, I she like says, him. I'm a female. We don't take it slow. Oh. She goes, I'm not going to. I don't know why I wrote, I don't take it light. She goes, I'm not going to take it slow. He likes me. I like him, and I'm not going to take it slow. We have a very good connection. I'm very optimistic about it. I don't have many doubts at all whatsoever. Do you like me? Do you still like me? <laughs> Hey, Corey, do Where you are like you? Me? No, you don't go. Don't go get a shot. I'll get it. I'll, I'll get the water. You stay here. Stay here. Stay here. Why don't you go get a shot? <laughs> um, and Jason's like, okay, then keep it heavy, I guess. <laughs> so then we go inside, and Amanda's like, oh my god, like we're so crazy, you guys. Am I right? I mean, look how much fun we're having. Like we do this, and then I just think, like at one point, we're gonna be parents. Yeah, she starts talking about how she wants to raise kids in the suburbs, and Rachel's like, um, I'm gonna die in the city, actually. <laughs> Enjoy the suburbs, losers. So then Sierra's like, yeah, I'm gonna move back down south to have kids, and Paige, Paige, meanwhile, is having, she's having a conundrum, because she doesn't really see herself as having kids in the city, but she also doesn't want to move into the areas around New York City, and could she see herself moving to Charleston? She's like, ew, like... I don't know if I could adapt to Charleston. Like, it's a lot of florals, a lot of smiling, and, like, no one wears black. Like, I've never seen anyone in a black leather pant. That's, like, my whole personality. Disgusting. Ew. Um, you should watch Southern Charm a little more, because, uh, none Catherine of that. Dennis. That's not true. <laughs> yeah, Catherine Dennis wears those damn pants every day of her life, you know? So, Austin is doing cheers to being a great group of friends. Love you all. Um, and he's like, Sierra, drink your shot. She goes, don't tell me what to do. And Paige goes, okay, that's our cue. We gotta go. <laughs> Austin and Sierra, uh, flirt yelling again. Let's go. Yeah. So now everyone's back at the house and showering and everything. And Luke's like burping by himself. He's like, oh, that's bad. That was a bad. Uh, oh, yeah, that was a bad too. Wow. That's like the sound the tree makes when you tap it, you know? <laughs> I just tapped myself. 
<laughs> so uh, Austin's texting Olivia, and he says, and she's like, "Baby," with like a million wives. That's her thing. And he says, "I'm still annoyed. You weren't allowed to come. I'm so mad about it. I'm so mad. Yeah, so mad." That when I decided to have a girlfriend here because I was left out, that you were not able to come. So mad. But then, uh, then Sierra trips on a bag, and then sushi arrives, and Kyle, and then Kyle eats a whole thing of wasabi, and he's like, Aah! and then, um, and now Amanda's like, guys, let's play a game of truth or dare or drink. It's a pong game. We throw a ball into a cup. You gotta do what the cup says. Uh. Yeah, we're going to play a game so Austin can have a scene and get mad because he tried with Lindsay really hard and it didn't work. So we're going to try and make this happen for him. Okay, guys? We'll just use the same questions as last time. <laughs> so now Jess goes to Kyle's room and <laughs> Kyle's to talk like, for the first time all season, I'd like to add. Like, when did these two ever talk to each other? <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, they show a clip of them talking, but it's random. Really and it was like, like it. yeah, it was a weird it was a weird moment so she goes to his room and he's like my lashes and cooperate fucking i like god damn fuck can't see shit she's like yeah i want to talk to you buddy so you got a second oh nice little room you have here nice yeah what's shaking what's shaking jess well i was like talking to like jason earlier and jason was kind of like take it slow take it step by step like what you're telling me to pump my brakes on something like i'm happy about okay don't tell me to pump my brakes about something i'm happy about it like piss me off because like why is everyone being such pessimist like sometimes it feels like people are trying to minimize it mostly Paige and jason <laughs> it's like <laughs> what where where what no one said no one said anything that this wasn't uh, a real thing they're just saying like chill out a little bit this chick's a mess so kyle's like yeah well people are gonna offer opinions because that's what our group does so you know what i say trust yourself because even if you can get even if you get hurt you can say hey you know what i put it out there that's what i just told my eyeball about wasabi <laughs> i was like you know what you were a little too open there with the wasabi but then you know at least you know what wasabi feels like now you know what i'm saying <laughs> She's just like, and then then Jess tells us, I just want like all to tell all the haters that just because your relationship sucks doesn't mean mine does too. So why would you want something to fail before it even blossoms? I'm like, is there a blossom coming or is this just like all the plants I try to grow here at my house, which is that they grow for a little bit and then the leaves fall off and then I get sad because I kind of think it might be that situation. So they're like, let's play guys versus girls. And I just wrote, I hate these people sometimes. <laughs> so Paige is like, okay, truth, guys, truth. And Austin's like, oh, is it to me? Okay, okay, guys, who has a good truth question? Hey, boys, let's huddle. Let's let's huddle, boys. Okay, the greatest question ever. Amanda, when's the last time you had sex? <laughs> I know, he literally says the greatest question. So Amanda's uh, like, um, before we came here, that's it? And then Paige... Then Paige is like, um, I just had sex like a couple of minutes ago. <laughs> and then Rachel and then Rachel says that she had sex the day before they got here. And then Sierra is like, oh, yeah. And I was like the day before that. So like 15 days. And I was like, what? I can't even bring my girl here. But Sierra's banging. Like, OK. OK. So, so Sierra's like, what? like, when's the last time you had sex, bitch? And he says, uh, the day before I came here. So what? So what? She goes, who cares? I'm single. You're single. He goes, exactly. But I can't bring my girlfriend here. Huh? I can't bring my girl here. Like, 
She's like, she tells us the two situations are not even connected. So I'm confused about what this little fuck boy is yelling about. Like, you're mad that I had sex. You think you're the last person that I had sex with? Honey. <laughs> oh, God. So he's trying, you know. I mean, I'm trying it's to like understand a housewife. his logic. He Do doesn't it, I, have any. He just wants a big fucking fight because that's what he does. You know, he's yeah. like, oh, you just yell at a woman now. That's what I do. Well, so he I, think his, wait, I, I think his logic, I'm not saying I endorse this logic, but I think this is his logic. Because, by the way, I never endorse Austin's logic. But I think what he's thinking is, oh, I wasn't allowed to bring uh, Olivia because Sierra has not found anyone since she saw me. And so it would be really hard for her to see me have, have moved on and she hasn't been able to move on. And then he finds out that she had sex. Like, wait, she had has moved on she made me think she hadn't moved on which is such a self-centered view of the world you know I, that's the only way i can make sense of austin's like his frustration with the situation it's, yeah it's basically like you're making it seem like i was hurting your feelings because you were still into me and i was bringing another girl here he's still trying to pit two women against each other this is just yeah. what he's doing you know but that's not why it's not the same it's not the same because you were trying to pit them together you were trying to pit them against each other since southern charm when you didn't get your way that one night and olivia brought like some innocent date to a dog wedding and so you immediately went and fucked sierra as revenge sex to get yeah. mad to get olivia mad and you pitted sierra against olivia and now you're trying to bring olivia onto sierra's show to pit Right, Sierra against would, someone else and make her look like a fucking villain. You're an asshole. You're an yeah, asshole. Which will be, at, at the very best, it'll just be like the Olivia and Sierra are going to have awkwardness between themselves. And she doesn't want to deal with awkwardness on her trip. It has nothing to do with um, the fact that she has like has or has not moved on in life. Like, he's just terrible. What a terrible person. What a terrible, terrible person. So yeah. great to watch. Not really. Because it's like not even angry. fun terrible. I just don't with us. I don't think he's fun. He's he's just one, he's like a Jen shot to me. Someone who's just trying way too hard, you know, just to have a moment. He me. is. No, he's terrible. I'm just saying I'm happy that I'm feeling something with this show because sometimes there are episodes where I'm like, and now they're skiing and now they're drinking and now they're skiing and drinking. At least now I like I'm riled up. It makes me happy to be riled up. Commercials. Here comes one right now. So um, Amanda's like, it's not a drinking game. I mean, it's a drinking game, not an argument game. And Austin's like, oh, the hypocrisy in this house. That is unbelievable. And Sierra's like, what does that have to do with you bringing a girl here? And he's like, everything. <laughs> so she's like, I'm allowed to fuck someone else when I'm not in the house. And he goes, oh, this is hypocrisy to the max. So he's like, if I, if Sierra would have brought a guy to this house, I would have been like, what's going on? Nice to meet you. But if I bring Olivia, I'm disrespecting Sierra. By the way, no. Austin would 100% not be like that. The reason why I know that is because when Lindsay showed up with Carl, he avoided them for half the day and was weird and started spreading rumors. Yep. Yeah. I'm not going to be the fucking welcome wagon. So Sierra's like, dude, shut the fuck up. And he's like, oh, yeah, sure. That's your way of deflecting. Yeah, 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 just deflect. And she's yelling at him. And then he's just going, hypocrisy, hypocrisy, with his hands <laughs> over his ears. And she's like, you know, it would be different if you didn't put me in a bad situation this summer. But you just keep putting me in awkward situation after awkward situation. 
and how the fuck did this even turn into this? And then Paige jumps in because, you know, she's Paige and she has yeah. to make this about Lindsay. So here comes Paige with her greatest hits. She's like, seriously, Austin, how did this turn into that? And so um, Paige is like, you won't yell at Lindsay, but you'll yell at Sierra over and over again. I mean, you let Lindsay get away with everything. What did Lindsay do? Lindsay didn't do anything. Stop. Is How much does Lindsay pay to live inside of your head? Let it go. Well, I I don't know. I liked that Paige brought this up because I, I my one of my favorite versions of Paige is Paige going after Austin. She does a really good job at it. And I, I really like the way she goes in. And I think she's kind of just saying that um, like when like he and Lindsay had some sort of situation but then they're always like buddy buddy and chill about it but with anything that sierra does austin is like a huge 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 dick about it and yeah maybe Paige may have a uh ulterior motive because she doesn't like Lindsay. but you know what she's a reality star i think she's allowed to have an ulterior motive and i think that um i i, I like that she is calling austin out on his own hypocrisy because he's going around saying that other people are hypocrites but he is actually the hypocrite and someone has to call it out and so i'm glad that Paige did it God, get Lindsay out of your brain. You're obsessed. You're obsessed. So she's like, you're yelling at her during a game because she fucked someone two weeks ago? I mean, she should have fucked everyone in this house, Austin. And he's like, okay. And so she's like, you haven't even talked to her in four months after you fucked her. And he's like, yeah, well, that's the point. And Sierra's like, well, you were with your girl. And then you never talked to her again. Oh, yeah. no. Paige said that, right? Who said that? Paige when you said were that. with your girl. Yeah. Then you never talked to her again, which is correct. Right. And then Paige tells the whole story for people who didn't watch about like the whole thing with the dog wedding and yada, yada, yada. And basically highlighting the fact that Austin was completely toxic to Sierra. Right. And so like it's also just reminiscent of it's just reminding us the fact that Austin was the toxic person here and that if he brought Olivia in, he would just be like resuscitating a toxic situation which is what you just said so Paige is like and he would be totally using it the whole time being like you know Olivia I'm just not sure because like I see Sierra and you know I mean I'm just not sure I'm just not sure and then he'd be telling Sierra like yeah I'm with Olivia but like not together together I mean we just decided I'm like I don't know because I keep thinking about that night with you and me in Charleston you know he'd be trying to pit them against each other during that that's 100% what he'd be doing and then Paige is like, but the bitch that fucked you over, like, walked into this house two days ago, and you didn't say a fucking word. You apologized to her, and, like, what the hell? So Austin's like, oh, See, I knew that. how did Lindsay fuck him over? How? Uh, that I'm not clear about. <laughs> yeah, you see, that's the Paige thing. That She's not talking about, like, he fights with Lindsay and just let it go. Lets it go. She's saying that Lindsay did something to him that he forgave her for. Oh, I guess Lindsay hand, didn't uh, do anything dick touch to gate. him. <laughs> yeah, I guess it was called dick, dick touch gate. She's saying that, like, Lindsay... Like, uh, maybe she's saying that, like, Lindsay has uh, gaslit Austin or something like that. And that Austin, like, that Lindsay denied that she touched his dick, whatever. So Austin's like, I knew that Gaper Day was going to get me in trouble. I'm like, no, it wasn't Gaper Day. Literally, Gaper Day had nothing to do with this. It was you. So, You fucking Gaper. You fucking man who can't close his mouth. You are the Gaper of Gaper Day, sir. Okay? He's like, it's Gaper Day. It's my holiday, so I'm going to start a fight. So Austin, so now Amanda's like, no, you have to apologize. So he goes up to Sierra's room and he knocks on the door. He's like, Sierra, Sierra. And she like doesn't answer. So he actually enters the room 
which he should not have done, by the way. And so she's like, she basically kicks him out and she's like, dude, don't come in here. Like, save your apology because I don't need it and I don't want it because you're always coming at me for this fuck shit. And yes, the fuck you are always doing this. All I do is defend you and you always take every opportunity to come at me sideways. And I've always had your back. And dude, get the fuck out of my room. Take a step back. Which um, is true, and I like that Sierra stood up to herself, and I like that she basically was like, "Get the fuck out of here." But also, Sierra, please stop defending him. Like you don't. And please stop no flying places to fuck him too. Please stop that. Just stop. Okay, drop Austin. Drop for your own sanity and for mine. Just please be done with Austin. Okay, it's not worth it. Yeah. She's like, you literally make me look like an idiot every single fucking time. So yeah, sit there with disbelief because you're a fucking asshole. So uh, I mean. God, I just hope that this time it really sticks for her because she needs to she needs to be done with this guy once and for all. I mean, she seems so, like she's done with him actually. I do think I actually do believe that she's done with him, but I think she what the the final version of her being done with him is to stop defending him, you know? Like that's it. She's just got to like let him make his own mistakes and let him be if someone says if people like us are on a podcast saying that Austin's like an asshole, she should not be running to his defense and being like, "No, he's actually a really nice guy." Like he's not, you know. So, um, he, of course, Austin just pulls an Austin. He's like, God, this always happens. Yeah, you're, you're the fucking victim, <laughs> right? What is the common denominator? God. So then Austin's like, this is so fucking stupid, dude. And Paige goes, you started it. <laughs> and that is the housewives role. You started it. So. Yeah. And he's like, you guys are so fucking lame. It's unbelievable. And he gets re-mad. <laughs> and then he, you know, starts it and then cries victim again. And yeah. so he leaves. And so then Jess is lying on Corey in the in her room. And Corey's like, did I get you hot? She goes, yeah, you got me horny. <laughs> and then we go to Sierra and Paige uh, in a bed talking. And Paige is like, that guy really has nerds. And she's like, yeah, honestly, bring your simple ass girl here so we can run circles around her, you and your simple bitch. <laughs> <laughs> So you're not was, wrong, but what did Olivia do? This makes me crazy. Like, get mad at get mad at Austin. Okay, you're stop making this about someone else. This is Austin. What did Olivia do? Well, much like on Southern Charm, very little. So um, Amanda is now talking to Kyle. She's like, "What were you and Jess talking about?" So he's like, "Uh, well, she was like a little upset that Jason and Paige were like deminimizing her, deminimizing." uh diminishing i guess uh i don't know and basically he tells her what jess said and now amanda of course is really upset because of course why would she say that about me you know and uh so she doesn't now- really care she's like that girl one minute she likes us then she doesn't like us i mean we're clicky we're inclusive but you know what kyle i'll be more mindful if people are speaking negatively i'll speak up okay kyle he's like i want your candy he's like no kyle i love maple syrup hey wow two nights in a row huh <laughs> Anybody know why I just climaxed in my room? It's crazy. <laughs> so uh, now it's the next morning and uh, Luke's making bacon and uh, the guys are getting ready because um, the guys are going to be going um, bike skiing. They're going to be skiing on these contraptions that look like bikes. And Jess is going to join them because she's just like one of the guys, guys. And um, and then the other everyone else is going to go wine tasting. So Jess is telling us the reason why she's going to go bike skiing is... Now that this trip is like almost over, it's starting to hit me. And I just like want to spend any time I can with Corey because I'm going to miss him. I'm like, okay, well, so much for your storyline about just wanting to be accepted by the girls as you go off to 
like <laughs> sacrifice everything to do anything to be with the guy. Um, so then, uh, they're driving over, then Corey's like, yeah, hey, boys, we're all here. She's like, I'm not a boy. He's like, you are a boy, just without a dick. (laughs) So then the other group goes to a wine tasting. Hello, we're here for the wine tasting. Thank you. Yeah, as they're all sitting there uh, drinking red wine that is surprisingly fizzy. It's like red wine that has a head. I was like, okay. Sparkling red. Oh, was it sparkling red? I didn't hear it. was sparkling red. I didn't hear her say sparkling red, so I was confused. I had to assume it was, but I also was like, what sort of wine do they have in Vermont? Am I right? Am I right? High five. High five. Because unlike Craig on Southern Charm, I give attention to the waiter. That's right. (laughs) That's right. Remember that fight? Oh my god, you guys aren't giving attention to the waiter. Shut up, Naomi! Shut up, Naomi! <laughs> so How long have you been in food and bev? So then they're, uh, yeah. <laughs> food and bev. So I would love a show, a sitcom about someone named food and then someone named bev. It's just food and bev. So hmm. they are, the meanwhile, the skiers, Kyle is in shock that the ski bikes look like bikes. He's like, wow, the ski bikes, they look like bikes. I'm like, yeah, that's why you're calling it a ski bike. So it's like skiing, skiing, skiing. And then meanwhile, uh, over at the wine tasting, they start talking about like stuff and about Jess and like everything going on with Jess. And Amanda's like, well, essentially Jess is upset with everyone in the house for like not being supportive of her relationship with Corey. But she's specifically upset with Paige and Jason. It's <laughs> <Everyone's> like, <laughs> What? And Jason. Craig just starts, they all start cracking up because she's so ridiculous. Yeah, they minimized her feelings and she's saying it's not just a fling. And Craig goes, it's just a fling. <laughs> and Rachel's like, um, well, she said to me that like guys only like me. She said to me like guys only like me for my boobs and ass. But she's like, guys might think you're smart and not come to you first. Um, but that's okay. And Paige goes, wait, Rachel, stop. That is awful. <laughs> but she, she like, meant yeah. it as a compliment. <laughs> and Craig goes, you know what? Because she lives in L.A. where every girl is catty as fuck. I'm like, have you not seen your main TV show? Have you not watched Southern Charm? <laughs> um, also, you're catty as fuck. And Austin is catty as fuck. <laughs> and Shep is catty as fuck. What are yeah. you talking about? So Rachel's like, well, I have felt that before. Because like I ha- I was insecure growing up. And like every, like, every guy went to... Jess, when we got here, you know, it's like guys either fetishize Asians or it's not like, <laughs> now I'm sad. Like, I didn't register it until I said it out loud. That is fucked up. I need to talk with her. You're sad because she hit that trigger? No, I'm sad that I've somehow made a relationship with Jess. She's awful. How did I let myself do this? <laughs> so then um, Kyle and Jess are talking and she's, I don't know, who cares? Uh, so then like, we go to... um. Yeah. What we will miss about Vermont, you know? And Craig's like, I'm going to miss the mini fridge. (laughs) Well, that classic Vermont mini fridge. That classic Stowe Vermont mini fridge. Surrounded by the most gorgeous scenery of all times. It's literally where (laughs) the most delicious ice cream is manufactured by Ben and Jerry's. He's like, I miss a mini fridge. Covered, Covered bridges. Beautiful. Maple syrup. Yay. You know, all these wonderful things. Mini fridge. 
So Amanda's like, well, I have to say, Craig, you started off triple rocky, like very angry at times. <laughs> and he's like, ah, I'm not angry. I just don't like being told what to do. And Amanda's like, but now you're yourself because like you've been happier. Like, you know, not that we don't enjoy all sides of you. And Sierra's like, yeah, but we don't. So. <laughs> well, I started to understand that page is an extension of me. And like the last thing I want to do is stress her out like the time. I called her my little New York super fudge chunk. She really did not appreciate that characterization. Uh, let me be honest. I just ran out of Coke. So, <laughs> and Rachel's like, well, I went down the hill on Jason's back. And then Craig goes, so how did you feel time about, how did you feel about spending all that time with me? Paige? Rachel just tried to uh, take away this moment, but no one's going to seal my mini fridge moment. So back to us. Uh, I feel like, you know, Paige and I were able to really see each other's cores. My core is, of course, cookie cookie batter, and hers is brownie. And we just came together in a half day's half chocolate therapy kind of way. Craig, stop talking about Ben and Jerry's ice cream, okay? Enough. This is supposed to be romantic. Sorry. So, yeah, but, like, we figured it out, but Austin sure didn't. I'm like, what the fuck? You can't get mad at Sierra like that. She's like, yeah, and, like, whether or not I found Corey attractive at first. Yeah, well, like, you know, he's just, like, in a dark place, and then he takes it out on you. I can't wait till you marry him and have children. You guys should start adopting dogs. Call me. Yeah, and basically Sierra's like, I'm at that point where I just don't need to have a relationship or a friendship with him. And then it's like, dun, dun, dun. I'm like, why is that a cliffhanger? <laughs> like, <laughs> I applaud it. I'm not like, oh my God, are Sierra and Austin, is their friendship or relationship in danger? I'm like, this is this is not making me want to tune in for next week. That makes me be like, great, Sierra got to where she needs to be. The season is over. Yeah, the end. But, but no, next week they're like, guys, we're going to play basketball, but with skis. <laughs> It's going to be more skiing. Nothing but skiing. Skiing and costumes. Ugh. Anyway. Well, thanks everyone for being here today for our rage-filled winter winter house recap. Uh, hope you all have a wonderful weekend, and we will catch you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Alison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels. Dana C. Dana Do. Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no Trickolis. Hava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sipped some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Kristen the Piston Anderson. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. You're never alone with Lacey Monteleone. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. There ain't no problem that Sarah Salvia can't solve ya. The Bay Area Betches. Betches. And our super premium sponsors, the incredible edible Matthew sisters. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. Always the wiser is Allison Weasler. She's not harsh, she's Jill Hirsch. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Erica, 500 days of summers. She's the queen bee, it's Sarah Lemke. Undo your fasteners, it's Aaron Kastner. We love him madly, it's Kyle Pod Chadley. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. My favorite Murdo, 
Karen McMurdo. Nobody holds a candle to Jamie Kendall. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. Let's get real with Caitlin O'Neill. We want to hang with Liz Lang. Shannon out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys.